What up, what up, what up, people? Keith Leonard coming to you guys again with another segment of the Roller Agenda. It's a question. Two words. Why competition? Well, first of all, you guys, you got to think about what does competition do for you and your family of rollers. Um... You can use it. I, I see competition as a measuring tool. When you compete, and let you know how well you fare up against other guys, other breeders, flyers, and/or families of rollers. The problem with competition is dudes get into competition for ego which is not good for the hobby or them or nobody else let me tell you something about egos egos are driven by people who have something to try to prove to everybody else it, it drives drive because of their insecurity insecurities in their family roles or in themselves as flyers or breeders. When people attack other people because he's feeling insecure about himself, it makes him feel better about himself when he tries to attack somebody and put them down. So, that's why, that's why some people get into competition. Some people get into competition because they're competitive. Not competitive to the point where they're obnoxious disrespectful just compete it's like to compete if you're good you're trying to figure out a way to breed his birds better to beat you or train them better so he can beat you that's a real competitive driven person he'll be studying 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 to make sure he has the best so he can be the best at all times you know you can't win every fly or every competition you know that but you can always try to have a good showing so when you compete with people uh, in a group, whether it's a club, a local competition, or statewide, or even national, worldwide, you're competing. Not the not it's not for your ego. If you really true, just try to see see how good how well you can do first, and then you try to get better, see if you can win it, and that drives you. Okay? You always improve and trying to improve, trying to improve, trying to improve. So it can be a good thing. It can drive you to do great things, or it can drive you down and defeat you altogether. That's what happens when guys do it for ego. When they keep losing, they keep losing. The next step is guess what? To make excuse and breed to sell. Guys say, why should I fly? Hawk eat them, I'm gonna lose them, not gonna sell them, get money. They're not a true competitor, they're not a true Birmingham roller fancier. Period. A true Birmingham roller fancier, his whole purpose of breeding those birds is to watch them perform. That's his whole purpose of being a Birmingham roller fancier, is their performance. If you bring them for anything other than performance, not a true Birmingham roller fancier. You're a feather merchant, pigeon, peddler, whatever you want to call it. 
that's what you are for not being able to watch them perform. And that's that's what they here for. Their performance, that's what everybody would like about them, is their performance. That's their main thing is their performance. That's what separates them from every other performing pigeon is their performance. So if you're not breeding for their performance, you're not a true Birmingham Roller fancier or a breeder. Sorry. Sorry for hurt some feelings, but that's just what it is. Think about it. Everybody's joy from a Birmingham Roller is flight, right? The performance, the scenic roll over and over, see kids breaking. That's what every everybody like about the Birmingham Roller. So if you're not breeding for that, guess what? You're not a true Birmingham Roller fancier. You can be a breeder, but you're not a fancier. You don't fancy, you're just doing it for the money. So you're not a true fancier. You're just a peddler, a pusher, a, a merchant. That's all you are. So when you, people say that, why should I breed them? Why should I fly them if I'm going to lose them anyway? Well, get out of them. Don't breed them. Are you breeding birds? You're not watching. You don't know nothing about their flight. You sell them just because to make money. So, that's all I got to say about that part. So, so let's go back to the ego. It's a lot of flies that are based on ego. And a lot of flies that, was, that were developed to expose people's egos and keep people's egos in check um then we have some flyers that were just here for for the guys that are true fancies to put their birds in the form where they can fly against other flyers and see how weird they do and try to win the title now we don't care and they should they didn't care about or shouldn't care about why the other person put it on yo yo interest is only in Flying and competing, he can you a form to fly and compete. If you make rounds to fly, so what? What do you care? That's not what you worry. You worry about flying and competing against the next man, the best man. See who's the best. That's what you worried about. Competition. You're competitive. You want to get? I'm gonna fly that. See if I can. How, how well I can do? I want to fly that. You see where I stand? I'm gonna fly and see if I can win it. I'm flying that again. See if I can win it again. Or see if I can break my record I scored last time. Competitor. You went, you went to the performance of Brandon Road. The ego people, they fly to, to, to beat people, to make people look bad. That's why some people, that's the ego person does. He flies to make somebody look bad. Or to do it so he, to protect his ego so he don't, so he don't look bad. He worried about what everybody think about his birds instead of what he think about his birds. That's about how your birds make you feel, not what people think about them. Um, everybody wants good birds. You can say that. But some people, I mean, I've sold birds. I've sold birds for, for pretty good money. But I always make sure I have my own to fly first. And when you're competing, but when I'm really serious about competing, I can't sell a pitch. I can't sell no young birds. Because those are my soldiers. Those are my cadets. That's my ammunition. Why would I get rid of my ammunition from trying to compete? Or I'm trying to go to war with somebody in the air. That makes no sense. 
breeders that, that I think I have no use for, yeah, I sell those. I give some away. I even give young birds away every now and then. But when I'm trying to compete, I very, very rarely let somebody get young birds. Very rare. Because my future soldier, that can be my future champion, whatever it may be. So I look at that like that. When it comes to that kind of stuff. So or if I need to make a a quick book for a bill or a ticket that I don't want to go in my savings for. I sell a pigeon that let the birds take care of it. Or if I think about buying another pigeon. Or if I buy another pigeon, I might sell another pigeon or two to make up for that price than when I spent. I learned that over the years. That's um, can a pigeon pay for themselves? Yeah, they can. But that's not why I got I pay for them. It's my hobby, so I pay for them. Every now and then I make a little extra money. Yeah. So what people don't know is when I when I'm really competing, on the birds only I only let birds go to select people. Period. Um, I have friends in the hobby. I do. Once I get once once I get satisfied with what I want to need in my kids, I start reaching out to my friends. Yeah, I got this. Got that. Come get this cock. Come get this hen. Come get this last two squeakers. Put them in your kit. Or put them in your stock off, whatever it may be. Y'all do that. But they to my friends. But only once everything I need to satisfy. I take care of me first. But competition was my guide. That was my guide. That was my measuring stick. That's how I knew. How good I was, how good I needed to be. And know if, if I needed to make any changes or add anything, whatever it may, whatever it may be, competition drove me to get better. So even when I when I wanna fly in competition and I scored some of my points, my mind didn't didn't, didn't stop there. I scored 500 points, I just won. Nobody else scored close to three. I could have stopped there. You know what I said? Shit. I only scored 650 now. 675. And you compete. So you get in and compete again with another judge. And you, and you go lower. Damn. I didn't even get five this time. Let's check these birds out and do something else. So the next five, now you got seven. Okay, now I got seven. Well, you got the fever now. Shoot, I want eight. What can I do to get eight? What do I got to do to get eight? Get your eight, eight fifty. Now you're trying to figure out you fly another fly. Okay, I got a thousand. Ain't nobody scoring a thousand. This small score a thousand. So shoot, maybe a thousand. I mean, I need to go try to get higher than a thousand. Let me see if I can get twelve hundred. And you get your eleven. And the person got a thousand last time, only got six. But that don't stop you. Say, damn, I got eleven. Come on, twelve. I need that twelve. Boom, I get 13. Okay, now you're going. See, that's, that's the drive you're going to have in competition. That's how you get better. That's what you got to do. And most people, what's sad is, most people think it's all about the feed. It's not. Some birds, just their limit is just, that's their limit. 
they can never get no greater than a certain, a certain amount of points unless you do something different inside the law. One of the remarkable things about competition is you can see people with the same birds all score between a certain amount of points with a maximum here, a minimum to a maximum. And none of them ever exceed a certain amount. None of them. They all got the same bird, but they're consistent in that range. And then you got somebody that comes along, they got a family of birds that's just as consistent as theirs, but don't have their pigeons. They have a diff- whole different strain. And he realizes that what they have is what his birds are missing. And he goes to them, through a few of them, get a few pigeons, does some breedings, and three years later, he's outscoring his, his what he was doing and what the people he got the bird from were doing. Through competition, just watching, just watching. And realize going to competition, watching what these birds was lacking, what these birds lacked, and what they birds had, and he needed that and got it. Now he's out doing both. But the sad thing is, the person he went to to get the birds, make his birds where they are, they don't have enough mental fortitude to say, shit, he's on to something. Hmm, let me try some, let me try some of that. What he got with my birds, see if I can do the same thing. Nope. Ego. Ego steps in. Because that would say, you know what? What he's doing is better than what I'm doing. He had to tell himself what he's doing is better. His birds right now are better than mine. And the ego stops them right there so there's no progress. So the family stays right there. Do you know what happens when the family stays on a certain level and nobody nobody skips past their ego to make them better? They stay the same, but they digress. They start, they digress. I'm sorry, but that's what happens. They digress. They start going backwards. That's what happens. And that's happened to a lot of famous families that was that, that, that were really good, but on the cusp of going to another level. Ego steps in. It stops all for progress. Don't let that be you. Fancies, don't let brothers and listeners, don't let that be you. Don't let your ego stop you from progressing and getting to another level. Like I said earlier in my other podcast, there's levels to this. And that's why some people never get to a certain level in every sport. See, Jordan came in his own self and changed the game. His tenacity, his his will to to, 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 to win, his skill set, but he never stopped working. If he can outscore you, he would try to stop you from scoring. And the pigeons, that's kind of hard to do. Well, they try to do that with me a lot. They, they try to keep me from getting certain birds. But no, I'm, I have mental fortitude. I'm going to figure it out and go breathe right. I'm going to breathe right past what you're trying to stop me from doing. I'm going to breathe right past it. You're going to look up. It's going to be five years going by. Wait a minute. How you still getting better? He don't have that bird. He didn't get. I didn't let him get that bird. So let your ego stop, try to step in, try to stop me, but it just made me go past you. Sorry. But anyway, what made Kobe so good? Kobe said, "I want to learn that." He took what he learned from Jordan. He watched Jordan do, 
and then took somebody else's game, which was Lajuan's footwork, and put it into his game. Made him better. See what I'm saying? And that's the same thing with the pigeons. You find people that you put your ego in your take your ego stick in your back pocket. It's not time to bring it up. Keep your ego in your back pocket. Or throw that sucker away all together. But when we males, it's not gonna happen throwing away all together. That ego's gonna try to pop out every now and then. You gotta keep it in check. Put it in your back pocket. Compete. Try to figure out what's going on. That's your gauge. That's how good you're doing. That's not your. That's not your reason to talk trash to somebody because you do better than him. Everybody talk trash people. That's not your reason. Because that's your ego, not in check. Since you didn't win it and you came in 25th place and it was 30 flyers and 26, 27, 29, and 30, you want to talk trash to them. But 24 through first place just beat you. That's the ego. That's you guys' ego talking. That's you guys' ego stepping forward. Well, I fly because you for $1,000. That's your ego. Knowing damn well your birds can't score a point. But your ego is talking, but you make a price already so a person can say, so they're dollars. So now they think you might have some birds that's probably wrong because you spoke that, because you put your chest out there. Like I said, Letting their mouth do talking, not their birds. Why competition? Why competition is a platform in which you can, which you can grow and learn. You can learn a lot from being in competition. You can learn a whole lot. You can learn what styles give you higher multipliers. What styles lower multipliers? What what breaks really look like? Stand close to judge, but not next to judge. Watch when, he, when we see a break, see what the judge call. And then look. This, but the hard part about it is you can't. If you can record it, you can say, "Okay, I see why he called that." But if you watch and listen, you can say, "Okay, I see why he called that." But I don't understand why he gave him. That like that was like 15 birds, but he only gave him eight. Why he only give him eight on that? See that you gotta learn that kind of stuff. Competition to teach you all something. He's watching enough. Watch people enough. Watch, ask somebody to come judge your birds. But be respectful when you do it. Ask somebody to come judge your birds one day. Just one day you fly them. Can you judge my birds today? On this day? Or whatever it is? Or if in the club? Ask the the judge to explain. Explain explain why he gave you this and why he didn't give you this. That's how you learn. So you got people out there. They're so full of themselves with their egos, never won anything, never really judged enough to have the um, experience to, just to, 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 to give any advice to nobody, but always got something to say on the sideline. And you guys are going to keep your mouth, keep your, 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 um, your opinions are yours, keep them to yourself. Because this is my thing with that, with competition. When the judge is calling the thing, even though you don't agree, who to say you right? But you can judge everybody else's kid. Why they ain't do good, but your kid is sorry as hell. So that same judgment you get everybody to show and give to your birds, because if you was that serious or that tight about your own birds, 
Maybe you have some points scored up in, in, in several hundreds. But yet still, you're not no, doing no better than the person that you're critiquing. And you're criticizing. In fact, you might be losing against them. So you might be... That's what I said. Stick your ego in your back pocket. That's why you need to fly competition. That's why competition stick your ego in your back pocket. Because people always have something to say. And some of you guys not experienced. They say, well, they say what I saw. But what you saw don't count. It don't matter. I'm sorry. What you saw don't count. And your, your opinion does not matter. You fool yourself. Get from beside yourself. Keep your opinion to yourself. Ask him, ask the judge why. Why he called this? Not try to put him down. Why do you call? Why you didn't give him this? And let him explain why he didn't do it. You might learn something. You might go home and put your kid together and make your kid do something. If you're not to see judges back in high school, I always ask them. On that break they did when they were by the tree, like, like there's more birds. Why are you giving this my bird? Well, and then we'll break it down and some judges will break and explain it to you. And you say, oh, oh, you know what? You're right. See, when people go to people's houses and doing competition, these are ego people. They go to somebody's house and everything they look for has nothing to do with competition itself. See, competition is a whole package. It's not, it's not just one aspect. And that's what good judges do. Okay. Okay. Further with, with the ego. I'm going a little bit long because I got to get off. I got to, you know, do some stuff. But anyway. So, why competition? That's your gauge, your tool for measurement, your measuring stick. It's a place where your ego should not be a part of. Your ego should not be a part of competition. You should be open-minded and open-eyed. And remember, when you are not the judge, your opinion does not matter. I'm sorry some, some dudes are going to be a little butthurt, but when a judge is judging, that's the only opinion that matters on that day. Sorry. Whether he's good, bad, easy, hard, it don't matter. That's whose opinion count that day. So if you did tomorrow, I, I mean this, I this, but okay. It don't matter. Your opinion don't matter. Keep it to yourself. It don't even matter. And don't let them side people always try to talk to you in your birds. And you say, man, I only did this. I only did that. Okay. Yo, you fly next to see what you're going to do. And they do worse than you. So why would you listen to somebody like that? Competition also gonna bring a lot of guys together. It's gonna separate a lot of guys. I remember one time when I was in the ICRC. When I first came back and I was opening up my shop, dudes all cool, coming to the shop friendly. When I started whipping their asses, they stayed away from my shop. Cause now I took away their ego. I took it away. So everybody coming with their chest stuck out with their egos. I do this, yeah, my birds this, my birds that. My birds just beat the shit out your birds for in the whole season, then the next season, the next season. So now your ego can't boast there. So now you can't come there. You can't talk. Can't talk your birds up. 
you can only put them up. You can only, you can't talk to birds up. So now your ego, egos no, it's keep your egos keep you out my shot. And that's what happened. People can see my bird score a thousand points a hundred times, but their ego will keep them away from getting it. Knowing they can't beat them, but their ego will keep them away from them. I never was one of them kind of people. One thing I, I know, I know for a fact is, you're not going to keep beating me with your birds. I'm not going to be able to try and figure out what's happening. I'm like, my ego, I took, keep that second check. Mm, we'll see what's happening over here. What you got going on over here? I'm going to go see what's going on. Hmm, okay. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Find out, learn some new ideas, some breeding techniques. Uh, and maybe the birds get a bird or two, try a bird or two. I mean, I'm afraid to try to figure it out. You understand? That's what I'm, I'm going to do. My ego will not be involved in it. If I see you got potential, potential, I'm going to be asking what's going on. If I see potential, like, hmm, let me go see what's going on right here. Let me see what's up with these suckers. If I see potential to make my birds better, I'm going to try one. See what I'm saying? That's competition. That's, that's how you get ready for competition. That's how you stay current. That's how you stay up with everybody that's, that's doing well. That's what you do. You don't think it's a lot of them. You're one or two. You gonna just bring in whatever trait they got, whatever, whatever is about their bird. You gonna bring that in, and that's what, and that's how you get better. And that's how you stay current, and that's how you stay among the top. So with that being said, competitions what can drive you to do better, or it can defeat you and cause you to quit trying to compete. Don't let, don't let it cause you to quit. Keep your ego in check, and you'll be all right. Keep your ego in check, be open-minded, open-eyed, and it's a visual sport. And you will be alright. I guarantee it. So with that being said, I'm gonna call it quits right now for this for this segment. This is Keith London, Roll Agenda, signing out. Peace.